I am ready. Enjoy yourselves. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, doesn't it smell nice? It smells so good. you with your water being responsible i just get so dang thirsty but then i pee so much mm-hmm. it's just in one way and out the other in one orifice and out the other orifice we don't use that word often enough because no, outside we, of a medical this is true it's kind of not an attractive word it's orifice. not and one wonders why who decides that by by mm. any other name would a rose smell as sweet amy Look at this poetic son of a gun. I made that up. (laughs) I wrote it in my diary. I love that I also brought these mugs because we're having a hot beverage Uh and they have inspirational. Mine says, embrace change. Oh, mine says, you are a gift to the world. (laughs) I'm a goddamn gift. Y'all are lucky. My presence is the present. This does smell really good. It smells really good. It smells good. Amy, what is this? Um, well, what this is is Banshees and Booze, <laughs> a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. And what we are drinking today uh-huh. because it's our Thanksgiving episode. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that I am a gift to this world. You're a goddamn motherfucking gift. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's about gratitude uh-huh. and all this shit and. And uh, so I made us, um, well, it's kind of has to go with our theme. So our theme, we are talking about uh, Native American burial grounds Uh because 90% of the research we've done, the haunted land is on a piece of, Mm -hmm. you know, like ancient Indian burial grounds, right? So I made the, we're so sorry, cider. (laughs) And I know words and cider aren't enough to say that I'm sorry on behalf of the white man for all the fucking shit we have put Native Americans through. I am dying. This is so appropriate. I mean, you know, much like Columbus Day, we're now calling it Indigenous Peoples Day. We thought, let's let's make Thanksgiving, you know, about the people who uh, Who were actually here first and who welcomed us with, you know, Mm -hmm. open arms and husks of corn and stuff. And Mm -hmm. then we murdered and raped everybody and gave you lots of diseases. Uh, Not unlike what we did to the um, Native Hawaiians, yep, where yep. I will be spending Thanksgiving. Great. So this is really just an apology for I'm white and I'm sorry. Yep. I just you know we're drinking our feelings. We're drinking our feelings. So the um we're so sorry cider is oh. apple cider, okay, mold with orange and lemon slices oh. and some spices, and then so I brought it to a boil, let it simmer, and then I let it so seep overnight. Oh my gosh! And then I spiked it with brandy. Yes. So uh, I'm cheers. gonna I'm gonna clink my mug. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Tammy. Happy Thanksgiving, Amy. I'm thankful for you. I am thankful for you. And I'm thankful for Brandy. Mm, let's try it. Oh, my God. Motherfucker. It's so good. Oh, shit. And I cannot taste the brandy. I can't. Also, this is really scary. 
this morning when I filled this mug with it, I just added extra brandy. <laughs> and I still can't taste it. <laughs> Cider, cider. Me like you, cider. <laughs> I texted you last night when I was making it, and so it just the house smelled amazing, yeah. and it was cold. It's been getting cold outside mm-hmm. at night, and um, so it just smelled so good that Ithamar was like, "Oh, should we? We should try some because yeah. we ordered some takeout, and we're waiting for it to arrive." And I'm like, "Let's sample the goods," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, this is really good." Oh man. Oh. Throw a little cinnamon stick in there it's for garnish. It's so cute, and I've mm. been, um, I've been holding, I've been cradling this mug to me. I feel like a, I feel like an NPR correspondent. Mm, I feel like we should be doing the sweaty balls, you know, like <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> a thousand percent what is happening. Um, Can't wait to get my mouth around these sh- <laughs> your balls. <laughs> Uh, it does. I do feel like we're very pro mm-hmm. and, you know, but God damn, I'm almost done. I just drank like four huge <laughs> sips. <laughs> like, this is so good. It's probably, probably smart. We've got it's some so diet, good. leftover unspiked diet Coke. So. Which is like the best thing for a hangover. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's fine. We're going to drink more after this. Mm-hmm. So all sorts of liquids here. Um, so anyway, yeah, Native American burial grounds. Yeah, felt good. Does that sound correct or should we be saying indigenous? Um, I think that we tend to, I think in America, we tend to say Native American. I think indigenous or first nations is like a Canadian thing. That's true. But I think that they're all correct. I mean, we're all saying it from a place of respect. Uh, my wallet that's currently in my bag is from Canada from an indigenous tribe. Oh, nice. They made these lovely, let me show you. Oh, please do. There's no uh, money inside Can I, oh, dang. Dang, no, I was no, going to say, no, can I see the inside? Yeah. No, you cannot because it's got little tumbleweeds coming out of it. <gasps> it's Isn't that so pretty? Oh, no, a bunch of moths just flew out. Oh, no. <laughs> Living yeah, that. Just receipts. Yeah. It's all Living receipts. that podcast life. Uh, you know it. I've got, you know. Stacks and, on stacks on stacks. I've got a lot. Bills. I have a lot of old, um, well, most importantly, Club, Club, Club Bev. Bev. My Bevmo discount card, girl. Uh, there's a lot of... Um, What's it called? Like gift cards that only have like a dollar left yeah. on it, but I refuse to let those go. Hey, this I'm like, is fun. Uh-uh. It is a Capital One commercial. Let's see what's in my what's wallet. Wa- oh, nice wallet, Tam. Well, I got it for free when I used to do this thing where you uh, would get items for free if you promised to leave a review. Oh, so, I love that kind of shit. Yeah, so this, I'm is, in. this is a wallet that's got that R- RF. RDFI, whatever blocking. Thing. So that people can't scan mm-hmm. your credit card. So I've got a bunch of here you'll love this. This isn't sad. Look what I have. Oh my gosh. So many hey, gift and cards. Hey, gift cards. Do these look thematic to you? Get. Huh? Don't, do they look a certain way? This doesn't look a certain way? Yeah, these are <gasps> from my wedding. Wedding. <laughs> oh no. You still have wedding gift cards. I still have wedding gift cards. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, white flowers uh-huh. and, uh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's hey, got to be money on these. There's got to be money on these. I think that legally they're not allowed to take your money away too. So, oh, and then huh. look, look, look at this. My voter registration card. Oh. I carry that with me. That's so nice. I don't, ha- I don't think I physically have one. You don't have to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just bring my little, uh, you know. And then look, I just got rid of this. This is my medical card when i was so poor i had free health insurance that's pretty okay my medical card uh was paper 
I was like one of the first though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I just threw it out yesterday because I'm like, I've not been on Medi-Cal for a few months now. So yeah. um, I can I toss this now. just got health insurance uh, nine days ago. Yay! Yeah. It's very exciting. We don't, even, we don't even have our cards yet. <gasps> um, Anthem, and it's called the Platinum. I am also on Anthem, Blue and, Cross, Blue Shield, yeah. PPO, baby. Yeah, PPO. And, it's um, the fucking greatest. My company pays for all of it. Fucking I don't pay anything. Amazing. That's anyone it's who's insane. running their own business or like <laughs> hiring staff. Like this is what companies should do. Yeah. Like, come on, you know, no, not, it's rare to get paid fairly yeah. and women are still making less than men. So the fucking best you can do is yeah. pay for your fucking employees health care. Well, Thank yeah. you. We unfortunately at this point don't cover dependents, but, um, but you, well, you don't have any yet. Yeah. So it works out really well for me. <laughs> you can cross that bridge when you get exactly. there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, that, those are many things we are grateful for yes. here in our country. Uh-huh. Uh, we have the right to vote, and Gosh. we just did. We just did. And we have the right to have health care, which, okay, mm-hmm. it's not perfect, <laughs> but we both have really good health care right now. Uh, everything I voted for passed except for one, I think Prop 10. Which that prop I, was that? That was the um, rent control one. Oh, it did, it did not pass? No. I feel terrible for not really looking into <laughs> what passed and what didn't i did cast my ballot and i was like all right yeah (laughs) i just trust that la is gonna be on my side i was just listening to kpcc because you know i'm from texas and so the beto ted cruz was a big thing yeah god beto so great uh it was close i i mean i know it's very depressing for my liberal friends in texas but i mean it really is a victory like that it came that That close close. and everyone in the country is talking about him when i was in san francisco literally at the farmer's market there was a a guy who had a um so san francisco um sold his own tofu um he literally was was san francisco in the 90s yeah oh i love it he literally was selling a shirt that was like vote for bay tofu (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's so adorable oh my gosh yeah the he'll run he'll run i bet he'll run for For president president. that'd be pretty cool yeah Yeah, we when we were like watching the maps and um i know this would have been discussed in last week's episode but Mm -hmm. we're just talking about democracy in america and thanksgiving yeah um looking at the maps and you know just seeing even though like we had a victory you know just but also seeing all that red yeah red 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 red. and you know ithamar is from el paso and so you're looking at the map of texas and like seeing all the red and then you see like the the bit of blue Mm -hmm. and like the south it was austin probably yeah kind of in the middle and then little el paso this little 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 part on like the far yeah west side Mm -hmm. upper west side upper west side northwest uh, was blue oh, and he's like there's a blue. blue you know Dallas Makes me so happy Dallas has been trending more blue lately too which awesome. is very exciting we're on the right track yeah we're getting we, there we just don't like racists <laughs> I don't give a shit if you're Republican or Democrat or whatever just don't be mean don't be racist yeah. don't be you know, don't hate on women, you know, sexist pigs and all for big business, which is why I tend to not like Republican yeah. parties. But hey, um, just be a good person. Be nice. Yep. I hate that we even have parties here. Why? 
Why do we have to have Democrats and Republicans Because anyway? of Alexander Hamilton. Well, guess what? You might have a musical based on your life, but it don't mean I approve of this party bullshit. Why you got to divide us like this? Why? Um, anyway, so should we talk about Native American burial grounds? Let's do it. I didn't do a lot of research on the backstory of like why they're always so fucking haunted, mm-hmm. but I mean, I my maybe. guess would be that they're ancient burial grounds that modern day houses get and structures get built on top of Mm -hmm. and like that ain't cool for those spirits um so (laughs) i read that like after poltergeist that was like the biggest like all of a sudden everyone's like i think my house was built on a native american burial ground (laughs) um so um i i have this wonderful site oh tammy how did we never know about this what is it oh my god it's called yourghoststories.com and it's literally a website for you to post your own ghost stories and they're categorized. Oh my gosh. There was a Native American burial ground category, Tammy. I mean, I will never have to work for this podcast again. We never need anyone. (laughs) This is um, reverse psychology. Yeah. We don't need you to send us your ghost stories for up ghost and personal segments because we now have this website. (laughs) So don't send us your stories. Okay, guys? Good job. Yeah. Do you think it's working? I think it totally works. I think like we're just blowing up right now with personal stories now. Oh my God. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Do you want to hear a few? I would love to. Let me check time and see if I have time for both. Oh, <laughs> that's a no. My story, my story is a little long too. So I mean, I can scroll through it, but it's very well written. So I was gonna, I'm gonna do not this. by me. <laughs> this one's not well written because it is written by a very young teenager. Cool. Um, but hers. So there were two. One was well written. One was not. But uh, hers is actually just a little more interesting as mm-hmm. far as like scary haunted shit yeah. goes. So I'm gonna read hers. Do that. We'll do mine, and then we'll see if, if there's time, time at the end. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is from user jynx45 and. The title is called The Little House Built on an Indian Burial Ground. Okay. I'm just saying what she wrote because sure, sure. I wouldn't say Indian Burial Ground. I would say Native American, but whatever. Uh, all right. She's 14. Uh, so she says, I can remember some things way back to when I was three years old. I'm 14 now. Also, I'm paraphrasing because she just went on and on. Sure. You know, she's like, that's weird, right? That you can remember mm-hmm. things that young. All right. She's 14 now. It all started when me and my family moved into a new house in Tennessee. I remember the feeling of always being watched when nobody else was in the room. One time I was taking a nap with my mom. We had just gone done watching an animated movie called Spirit about a horse. Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. I saw that in the movie theater. I worked on that show when I was at... Oh, oops. Did I just reveal where I used to work? Well, Shit. People could look it yeah, up. Like, whatever. Like it. Anyway, I, I was, I, I, that's actually my absolute favorite show. It was a TV, they made it a TV show? Yeah, it's on oh. Netflix and it's so good. I saw it on a date in high school and uh, we were the only people in the movie theater. I never saw the movie. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will say, I fucking loved that show. Uh, it's really good. Okay, so um, uh, the bedroom was so dark we could go to sleep, uh, so that we could go to sleep. Right about when I was about to fall asleep, I saw something above my head in the air. It was speckles of something glowing with all different colors, and it was making different shapes and moving. It was weird. I sat up and woke my mom and pointed and said, "Look, Mama, it's a spirit." I didn't mean a hor- the horse um, from the movie we just watched, <laughs> which is what she thought I was talking about. She laughed and went back to sleep. 
but I just sat up and watched it. It was strange, but cool. I can remember even stranger things happening in that house. I remember when I would go to bed at night, I would have the same dream over and over again. I remember at the uh, end of the dream, I would go through this giant water swirly thing and look downwards. And when I would hit the bottom of it, I would wake up on the floor. Whoa. I would wake up dizzy too. The dream recurred over a long period of time and I would always wake up on the floor in the same spot. Creepy. Wow. Uh, The scariest thing in that house that happened to me uh, though was when it was nighttime and I was alone in my bedroom and my parents were asleep in their separate rooms. They fought a lot. That's what she says. Girl. Yeah. Some spilling the tea on her parents. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are sleeping in separate rooms. I'm um, sure it's just because he snores. Right. It's that <laughs> sleep apnea. We do, we're going to get him those strips, but you know, I'm just going to go in the we're other working room. working on It's it. fine. I was about three or four at the time. I was dancing and watching the Hulk on my little TV with the lights on. I'm like, this girl is so young. She was like born in 2004 because this is a modern story. Yeah. Oh my God. So crazy. Um, uh, I was dancing and watching Hulk, uh, with the lights on. I was standing in front of the TV when I heard a noise. I turned to look at the door and watched it creak open a little bit. I was really scared and just stood there to see what would happen. Suddenly the TV turned off and started showing those black and white fuzzies. I took a step, which... This, poltergeist. Yeah. That reminded me of Poltergeist. Yeah. And also, like, in 2004, we, our TVs don't do that yeah. anymore. We don't have antenna You don't television. do, like, yeah, like, bad input channel three yes. because your VCR is set to channel two. And you're yeah. like, it's always three. Why is it two now? Who did this? <laughs> yes. Input, input, input. Nope, you missed it. You got to do it again. <laughs> See, 90s children problems, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so the little fuzzies over there. Um, I took a step back and jumped onto my bed while I looked at the door. I was freaking out. I was about to reach over to the door to open it when I saw the light switch turn itself off. What? And the TV turned off nope. completely. Oh, God, no. So, like, it's not, oh, the light blew. Like, yeah. the switch went, oh, my bloop. gosh. I looked away because I was scared of what I was going to see. A couple seconds later, I opened my eyes and slowly looked over to the floor next to my bed. I saw those same speckles of color moving into the shapes of animals. I specifically remember a crocodile. I don't know if it was my imagination or not, but they looked like they were really there. I was familiar with these things by now, so I calmed myself down a bit, um, even though I was still scared of the dark. I walked over to the door, clinging to my bedpost, watching where I stepped so I didn't step on the, quote, animal-shaped speckles, and I then stood in front of the light switch. I turned it on, off, on, off, over and over again, but the lights did not turn on. Then the door cracked open a little more, and someone or something said something to me. I can't remember what it said. I just remember it had a very deep voice that reminded me of my dad's. So I thought it might have been my dad. So I laughed and answered back, saying, Aw, Daddy, you scared me. I ran out of my bedroom into the hallway to see him, but my dad wasn't out there. So I walked over to my dad's bedroom door, which was across from mine. I tried to open his door, but the door was locked. I put my ear up to the door, and I could hear snoring. You were right. He did snore, Tammy. Everything was fine. (laughs) My dad was sleeping. Scared, I turned to look at the hallway, which was really dark, and I could hear something coming toward me. So I ran into my mom's bedroom and got into her bed. I woke her and told her I was scared. I slept with her every night until I turned eight. It was a very scary experience. 
fucking crazy. That story, like, I'm like, dang. But it does sound very Native American, like spirit Mm -hmm. animals and, you know, shapes of animals and the colors. I don't know. It's just so interesting. So, um, She says, later, after we moved out of the house, when I was about five, my dad and mom shared the experiences they had at that house. My dad was alone in the house and was about to go take a shower when he heard footsteps, very broad, distinct footsteps. He thought maybe someone was in the house, so he went to search the house and nobody was there but him. Every time my mom would take a picture with her camera in that house, there would always be these giant white clear orbs. It wasn't a camera problem, though. It would always show in different places. We assumed this might have been a ghost um, who wanted its picture taken. Uh And my dash hound, Belle, would always bark at the walls, corners, and thin air for no given reason. Motherfucker, if a dog barks in a corner, yep. you got a problem. Mm-hmm. There's a problem there. Yep. Cats, I'm like, whatever, they're crazy. Yeah. Um, she says, when we lived in that house, the house itself had a very negative feeling or vibe to it. My parents would always fight in that house. She had even, I didn't copy this, but she said punches were thrown. <gasps> oh, yeah. no, honey. I know. I know. Which then I'm like, oh, so she was going through a traumatic time. Oh, yeah. Which most people will attribute her go- paranormal mm-hmm. experiences to like coping mechanisms or you're having a bit of like a psychological issue or but i believe her um uh but right after we moved out my parents stopped fighting and loved each other again oh i know so maybe it was cursed uh it was later revealed that the house uh might have been built on an indian native american burial ground uh my dad said that he had found multiple uh, arrowheads when he dug up the yard for a project the house was built near a river which is where indian burial grounds were usually built near so i believe that my spirit or spirits that lived on the land oh i'm sorry that the spirits that lived on the land um uh, were native american and that their burial ground was disturbed and turned into uh, angry energy mm-hmm. uh, but most of the time I don't think that they were there to harm us so wow. this was more speculation yeah yeah and I'm like sorry dad was just like digging for to build a pool and just found arrowheads that were never dug up before so, but who knows here's the thing when I was younger like or my like my dad too I don't know I might be speculating wildly but like my grandpa was from uh Oklahoma and, you know, there's a lot of Native Americans. There. I mean, it's very much still part of the culture and everything. I mean, he found arrowheads growing up all the time. Really? Yeah, they actually, I remember in the den, they had like a framed thing of of arrowheads. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't think it was that unusual. Okay, that makes me feel a little better because as soon as I read that part, I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. But no, okay. No, no, absolutely. That makes more sense then. I mean, especially like if it's kind of an undeveloped area, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also, we, That's we true. have some kind, I should ask my mom. We have some kind of Native American heritage on my mom's side. I'm told, I really want to do one of those like 23 and Me's for like... I don't because I know that's right? how they're going to track us. I know, I know, I know. I never get conspiratorial, but I'm straight up like I don't want them to know. Well, and the spike in popularity with these suddenly. I know. I'm I, at the moment. I were debating because we thought it'd be really cool to to do one. Mm-hmm. 
um, mostly because we like hope to show our racist relatives that no, we course. have like a lineage, lineage that you're yeah. currently against. You know, like we're just hoping something cool comes well, out of it. Literally, but I'm horrified. It happens all the time. Remember, we were talking. We were like, "Oh, what are you? Oh, I'm Italian." I'm, I'm like, "I'm white." Like, I don't know. But there's I no way know. you're white, I, right? I, I yeah. don't know anything. I mean, I'm soup. There's lots of kinds of white. You know, yeah. Like, it's so exciting and and interesting. I'm curious, like, uh, but I don't. Yeah, like legitimately i'm scared and like i mean i know then they know they have your dna for fucking ever it's and it's straight up like if you don't want to look at what's going on in the world right now let's look at harry potter like the muggle registration board like they started coming for the muggles because they knew who were muggles oh shit and like i don't want them to know that i am a straight up witch all right, maybe they'll start selling home DNA kits and then we can do it just <laughs> okay. to ourselves. And mm, But then it's going to go through a computer. It's oh, boy, I don't know anymore. We're, we're all dead. We're I'm all... like, I won't give them my DNA, but I do have – oh, I'm not going to say – I have a Amazon Echo Spot. Oh, yeah, you mentioned because that. Because I was straight up set- – when I was editing, I was setting off the thing by saying her name in the podcast. I set her off so many oh, times. That's really funny. Because it was also – like, I mean, it's not voice specific, but it was just straight up my voice saying – do that. <laughs> oh yeah, and in that episode, I was like, yeah. "Alexa, play Banshees and Booze podcast, my favorite podcast in the world." And she, she probably heard it. She did, and she tried to do it. And now, when I edit this tomorrow, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Gotta put your headphones in. Okay. I should. Oh I should. my gosh. Well, um, uh, yeah, they're all after us. Everyone, run and hide. So just you know, fuck it. Drink and listen to podcasts, mm, especially this one. Playing, yeah. Um, this is such a great story uh it was so well written and i even went back and cited the guy who uh wrote the article his name was greg something but i didn't update my i had already set this up to be available offline so that's okay it's greg thank you greg (sighs) thanks greg i'll cite you later um because he wrote a very great article so i was very excited to read this this is about a place called the apache death cave I know. So it's got your classic uh, Native American burial ground curse stuff. But the reason I really liked this was it goes into the entire history of why this place is cursed. And one of my favorite things about it, it ain't got nothing to do with white people. I was like, I'm a little sick of it just always being like, you know, the experience of Native Americans in context with white people, you know, mm-hmm. there were lots of different kinds of Native Americans. Here's some two tribes that had some beef. Oh, shit. Shall we talk about it? Absolutely. Okay, great. This is about Arizona's Apache Death Cave. On a small patch of land near Canyon Diablo, great name, uh, lies the ghost town known as Two Guns. Uh, There are still some uh, 20th century tourist attractions, but it's been abandoned for half a century. Mm. Although the region's Native American tribes have been avoiding that area for a lot longer than that. According to their legends, the dead cursed the land and anyone who dares reside there is risking the anger of the spirits who met a terrible fate. Naturally, says Greg, white dudes didn't listen, leading to some eerily predictable ends worthy of their own horror films. Oh, my God. Okay, so... This is how this place got cursed. A lost band of Apaches who in 1878 conducted a bloody raid um, 
Okay, hold on. Wait, hold on, Greg. You're giving away the good story. Here we go. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Apaches conducted a raid. They murdered every man, woman, and child in a Navajo camp, except for three girls that they kidnapped for, well, nefarious reasons. Mm -hmm. I like that Greg just says nefarious reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. As soon as the Navajo leaders caught wind of the massacre, they organized their revenge, sending two dozen of their best warriors out to track the Apache through the desert. Soon, news arrived that there had been another raid, and a small search party was deployed near Canyon Diablo. Just when they were about to give up on their quest, they stumbled upon a bizarre anomaly in the desert. A blast of intensely hot air suddenly shot through the ground, startling the men and their horses. As trackers took a closer look, they discovered that the Apaches had actually taken shelter in a huge underground cave, large enough to hold the 42 men and their horses. The heat from their fires had risen through the ground, giving away their position. Whoa! The scouts quickly returned to their party where they devised a plan to exact quick and terrible revenge. After silently taking out the Apache night watchmen, the Navajo warriors gathered up as much dry brush and canyon driftwood as they could carry. They quietly piled the materials at the entrance of the cave and set it alight. Oh, shit. It wasn't long before smoke began to billow through the cave, choking the Apaches who had been hiding. After using what was left of their water reserves in an attempt to put out the blaze, the Apache raiders made a gruesome last-ditch effort to snuff the fire. They slit the throats of their horses, saving what little oxygen that remained for themselves, and using the animal's blood, tried to douse the flames. Oh my gosh! It was no use. They were trapped and they knew it. The legend says that a lone Apache managed to break through the brush, only to be quickly captured by the Navajos. The man begged and pleaded for mercy, offering to give back all they had stolen and more in exchange for the lives of he and his men. It was the deal that the Navajos were prepared to accept, at least until one of the men asked what happened to the three kidnapped girls. The answer so enraged the revenge party that they threw the man back into the fire and added more fuel. I mean, not I, I'm not. I'm not disappointed in their decision. I'm not. I'm you not know? judging. Yeah. I'm not judging. Yeah. When the smoke and screams had finally subsided, the Navajo party cleared away the ashes and were met with a gruesome scene. A wall of charred horses were piled high, a makeshift barrier between the trapped men and the flames. Behind the wall of burnt meat lie the dead bodies. Lame. The dead bodies of the Apache men, 42 in all, who had suffocated inside the cave. Wow. From then on, neither the Navajo nor the Apache people dared go near the cave again, and there was never another raid. They believed that the, the horrific way in which the raiding party had died had cursed the land. The Native Americans shared this belief with the pioneers who came to the area, warning them to stay away from the cursed locale. Naturally, the white dudes did the exact opposite. They built an entire town on top of the cave. <laughs> Yeah. Classic white dudes. <laughs> After pioneers established two guns, it wasn't long before residents began to complain about ghostly activity. Hmm. The sounds of tortured moans would emanate from the cave below. Disembodied footprints could be heard circling the buildings, and a general feeling of unease permeated the entire town. People started believing the curse, and the more fearful in the community fled never to return. Many residents who stayed saw their buildings destroyed by mysterious fires or were just plain murdered. <laughs> Cool. Just plain uh -huh. moited. The town slowly withered away, um, and one man had the brilliant idea to turn the Apache Death Cave into a tourist attraction, what? actually using the bones of the dead Apache warriors as props 
for his roadside display. Oh, God, I knew you were going to love that. My, but your face is so God. Perfect. What era? What year was this? Like, um, this was this was in the fifties, early fifties. It feels very fifties. Okay, and then oh my, uh, God. I displayed. <clears throat> he was quickly mauled by wild animals on two separate occasions, <gasps> and then run out of town by an angry mob. Stranger, the section of old Route 66 that passed two guns was known to be a particularly dangerous stretch of road responsible for more car accidents than seems reasonable. Oh. Today, the town of two guns is completely empty and probably for good reason. Its buildings sit crumbling in the hot sun, its roads cracked and thick with weeds. The Apache Death Cave still lies beneath the town, faded black scorches still thick on the walls. Adventurous travelers who decide to stop in two guns can still easily access the cave, but locals will warn you against it they say that visitors who dare approach the cave entrance at night are quickly scared off by the moans of the angry spirits and those unwise enough to venture inside are put are to put it crudely playing with fire (laughs) and then greg this beautiful greg says but hey that's all just horror movie nonsense right (laughs) wrong greg it's motherfucking real life (laughs) What a great story. I will straight up find that and I'll, yeah, I'll put it on I'm the so Instagram. I'm so curious cause... where that came from. That was so good. Yeah, it was just this like road tripping website. What? Yeah. That was so great. It was literally like and it had like, oh, here are the stops and blah, 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 oh you know. Oh my gosh. So so wait, where was it? Off of Route 66? Uh, near Route 66, off of Route 40 and it's in Arizona. Oh, in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How it's great so is that? I so was good. so excited to find a thing that wasn't just like, and then white people came and murdered everyone. I'm like, right. yeah, like the history happened before we were here. So, yes. well, yeah, like, our, like mm-hmm. it's not to say like what we did was like, you know, yeah, it's fucking shitty, but there's so many stories about yeah. that and you don't hear about like the rivalry yeah. between tribes. And- well, I'm mostly like it, it, it feels good to not look at like everyone's history through our scope mm-hmm. you know of like right yeah, so. yeah absolutely that's so cool and yeah and like their his- native american history goes back way further than yeah, yeah. like when we came here so i like love hearing about that that's <gasps> insane it's such a good story damn oh my gosh yeah. what a way to go i mean they deserved it though i think yeah but. absolutely wow wow that's crazy i love that they like made it a roadside attraction uh-huh. I'm so fascinated. I want to know like exactly where that cave is because I'm like, if well, you could still drive by it. I mean, you can. You can oh you can God. go there if you want. Jeez. Also, like they were lighting fires, like building fires like underground basically. I mean, like that's insane. I read Clan of the Cave Bear and definitely like it's okay if you have a certain like – If you have some ventilation. If you have ventilation or like if it's big enough and they – there was a way. Yeah. I read Clan of the Cave Bear, which is a fiction, but <laughs> I don't know it. But I'm sure it was it's based about, on heavy research. Yeah, it's about um, like first humans, basically. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that the tribe of wild animals that attacked that guy, <laughs> like the hordes of wild animals, hey, were spirit. Like they yeah. were probably Native American spirits because like they were so connected to like. Mm-hmm. Animals mm-hmm. and you know, um, just like the little girl and her exactly little, her little, speckle her ghost, little speckle crocodile. Speckle and <laughs> <laughs> I had a book called Animal Speak, and I think it was, I'd, it definitely had like a Native American man on the cover of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember who wrote, maybe it was like a, a 
a native, but I don't know who wrote it specifically because I don't mm-hmm. have the book anymore. But it was really good, and it was like you look up whatever like animal, whether it's an insect or a you know an, an actual animal like mm-hmm. that comes into your life or that passes you, or just like that lands in front of you weirdly out of nowhere, oh. and so you can reference it and see like what it's supposed to mean in like in the spirit world. Really? I wish I still had it. it. Was very cool. It was very or if you dream a lot and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, it is pretty cool. Um, but I love that stuff. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, not cool what happened to those people. Um, we might have a little bit of time for this other yeah, weird one. Yeah, I want to hear it's short. more. I want to hear more. It's short and, um, and yeah, it's, it's interesting. This one is, um, you know, I know so little about the middle of our country, honestly. Mm-hmm. All of these stories took place in the middle of the country Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh the plains the plains Mm -hmm. plain uh so this one came from a user named rome curiously (laughs) uh it's called the rising star indian drums and singing so he says as a kid i spent every summer on my grandparents old farm which is now called Crane Kettle Farms near Stockton, Missouri. Adorbs. Adorbs. One evening, as the sun was getting close to the horizon, my grandfather, brother, and myself were sitting on the front porch looking out over the farm, when beyond the tree line, we watched what looked like a star rise up, stop, and then shoot off like a shooting star. Uh, that's a fucking alien, friend. Yeah. Yep. He, yeah. He said, we all looked at each other in disbelief. Um, and he did, they go, there was another long paragraph saying like about the theory on it being a UFO. Okay. As a fucking alien. Yeah. Um, the next experience I had took place after the sighting a few years later. My brother, cousin, and I were uh, just getting done putting up the chickens, ducks, and geese. Hmm. So cute. Uh, when we were walking back to the house and started to very faintly hear native drumming and singing. We could see a good ways around us, especially in the direction uh, the sound seemed to be coming from. When the sound got closer and closer and louder and louder very quickly. It was right up on us, and yet we saw nothing. It seemed like what you would uh, expect if anybody thought of native singing and drumming. I saw my grandmother come out of the house on the front porch, and I took off running. When I looked back, I saw my brother shaking my cousin, who had turned completely white and scared stiff. I have recently looked up the Indian tribes in the area and see that it was... Oh, and see in... hmm. I think the language is a little, and saw that it uh, was Osage, ter- Osage, mm-hmm. O S A G E, Osage. I think. Or, What's wait, the, August, the play? Osage. August Osage County. Yeah, Osage. Yeah. Um, that was Osage territory. Mm-hmm. So I looked into their beliefs and tried to find out about their folklore and came across some stuff I found interesting. The Osage believed that the star people came down to guide the people of Earth from their bad ways. What? Which makes me think about the star that rose from the tree line and shot off. Oh, my gosh. It makes me feel like maybe there is some truth to that because I know what I saw. My mom used to tell us um, as the sun sets or at night, she could hear the drumming and singing sometimes. I didn't believe her, but now I know she was not making it up. Also, oh the star people. Yeah. That's aliens. It's aliens. Aliens. I mean, I fucking love it. Yeah. I love that shit. That's crazy. I want to find like some kind of book or study on like 
like the Native American relationships with aliens. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. That's just so fascinating. Yeah. And good on you. Like anyone who has like, these insane experiences to just jump in and do some research and yeah. figure it out and That's be really like, cool. oh, the land that we're sitting on right now used to be uh-huh. – belong to these people and here's what they believed and yes that whole yeah. star shit oh uh-huh. my god although that was born to go on that's yeah freaking amazing yeah so thank you yourghoststories.com <laughs> which i will not be citing for the rest of this podcast's <laughs> life <laughs> i mean who oh knew that god. like roadtrippers.com was gonna have such a good story but it you did never know you just never know it's important to document your shit yeah and put it online so we can read it yeah um, because you know, reverse psychology. Oh, right. we don't need your stories. We have enough of our own. Well, speaking of, yeah. Um, I think I told. Well, no, I immediately texted you because I always do. Um, I have the tiniest personal <gasps> up ghost. You'll remember when I start talking about it. <laughs> Are those gasps okay? You don't have to edit I think those. So out. okay, okay. Yeah, that that was good. Yeah. Okay. That feels great. good. I have to itch my ear. Um, my ears are so itchy. What? That's I was crazy. Gonna, I was gonna wait. I couldn't wait any longer. It was so itchy. Sorry, you just had to see me scratch my ear. I literally was like, I don't want her to see me scratch my ear. Oh, I didn't think that at all. I'm no. not a lady. That's okay. Well, <laughs> just, neither am I. <laughs> Uh, okay. Whoa, I'm so excited. Okay. So I recently started a new job and um, it's in a brand new office building. Like legitimately the building was built like less than two years ago. It's super brand new. Um, and Go ahead and tell everyone exactly uh, the address, the address yeah. and what floor and unit uh-huh. you're great. Uh, um, <laughs> so I was there working by myself on the weekend um, and it was, a, it was like a Saturday. Also – Slight sidebar, I was getting myself to go to work on the weekend by promising myself I could have the melt. The melt? <laughs> the gro- there's a grilled cheese. Oh, the cheese. grilled cheese place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it good? I've never it been. fucking closed. <gasps> it fucking Stop closed. It. I can't work by on the, the weekends anymore. Yeah. No. I'm so sad. <laughs> I am so sad. Maybe something better will go in. There's nothing better than the melt. Aww. I was so sad. Oh, baby. So I was eating what I did not then know would be my last melt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting in my office and my office is like, it's off of the, kind of off of the elevator lobby. But it's kind of secluded. You can't really see much of the office. Um, so it's not unusual for other people to be there when I'm there by myself on the weekend. Cause you know, there's cleaning crews, security and you know, yeah. there's tons of people. So, um, so I was sitting there in my office and I heard so a lot of the office doors are sliding doors. Most of them are sliding doors oh. rather than open doors. It's a big, big glass office space, you know. Mm. And um, I heard a glass sliding door slide either open or closed. And I thought, oh, there's someone else here. Weird. And I was like, well, I'm going to finish eating this sandwich before I go to see anybody. <laughs> Your last melt. Because I was literally like. Not wearing makeup and, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to see one of my coworkers without any makeup on, you know? Yeah. Um, so I heard the door either open or close. I'm not sure. And then truly as loud and as clear as if it was right next to me, there was about like a two-second woman scream. Just like a scream of like, I mean, it felt angry, you know? Like. It wasn't like, but it it was literally like somebody was like, like the kind of fit you throw, like the kind of like oh. scream you do into like a pillow. Yes. You know? Yes. See, when you texted this to me and it was yeah. brief, right? Yeah. So like we didn't hearing you say this, yeah. I have crazy chills. So I literally just like froze 
mouthful of delicious melt. <laughs> and I literally thought, I hope they don't know I'm here. Because I thought I was like, somebody's throwing a fit. Oh my gosh. And oh, so you didn't think this might not be no, of, of a human. I thought, or of a so I was like, okay, somebody was on this floor. They lost their mind. <laughs> They're just like screaming. And then hopefully they'll just leave. You right, know, because you heard the sliding door and everything. I heard the sliding door, so I just sat there real quiet, and then I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited to hear like footsteps or the elevator ding or something. I heard nothing, so then I waited for a minute. So then I cleared my throat very loudly, like I'm a human here, you know, and I still heard nothing. So then. I was like, well, I got to go walk around, <laughs> you know, I got to. Oh my God. So like I got my phone and I just stood up and just did a quick walk. I walked the entire floor. The elevators never moved. There was nobody there. And those have unique elevators too. Yeah. Where so it's the, not just like. It's not. Yeah. So the elevators, the way that it's the, um, you, there's no buttons on the inside. You right. have to push from the outside. So you have to choose your floor before the elevator comes And then for it you. sends you the elevator. And our elevators are locked um, outside of our office hours. So you have to swipe your card to oh, get there. Which, I mean, like, cleaning crew or, you sure, know, sure. anybody working in the building. But, but no elevator was had yeah, come. There was no one there. Oh, my God. The fucking door sliding, too, That's though. That's what and it was. The scream. Yeah. What? So who did that? I don't know. I immediately told every coworker I could get my hands you on. You did? Yeah, okay. On okay. Monday. Uh, most people really, whatever. And then what I decided later, because I had a really bad day that Monday, I was like, oh, it was my future self <laughs> releasing <laughs> the anger that, it, oh my gosh, I was, was warning myself. Yeah, like it was in the like last one. Gene Harlow's spirit uh-huh. <laughs> from the last episode was like, just want you to see the future. Uh-huh. There's going to be, gonna be some. Slamming some doors and screaming in rage. Yeah. Um, That's so scary. Being in an office after hours is always a little eerie. Like, even at my last job, just like, you know, people would clear out sometimes, and most apartments except mine would go at Mm -hmm. a decent hour. And sometimes I would just sit there until like 8 30 p.m. trying to catch up. And you get more work done that way sometimes when just no one's there. That's one of the reasons I don't mind going in on the weekend is because no one's there to add more things to my list. Kind of nice. But boy, is it eerie. And we same. We had security on our floor in our reception. We had cleaning people all the time. It just feels weird. It It feels so weird. And then I'd like walk to go pee and like realize that there was one more coworker there and you'd like bump into them and you're like, ah! (laughs) I definitely like... Uh, we we have pretty late late hours in our office, and so most of the building has pretty much cleared out by the time we're leaving. So oh right, yeah, it's already kind it's of like always a little eerie. And now it's getting dark so early; it it's is. like five. <laughs> excuse me, five p.m. And I'm like, yeah. well, time for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was scarier to hear it in person than when you texted me like holy shit i just heard this an excellent storyteller we are storytellers (laughs) and truth tellers i also i didn't want to yeah i didn't want to give away to i was like i should save this for the podcast my god like i can't believe i waited this long i know know. holy shnikes um maybe it was built on top of an ancient native american burial ground that's a motherfucking crazy history out here yeah 
I don't know. I feel well. I just, it's down the street from the Knickerbocker, which oh, was shit. last episode. So that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so we're just sitting on some haunted shit. Yeah, we are. And um, if you have haunted shit, yeah, we I guess will accept your emails. <laughs> I mean, now that Amy's found this website, we have this website. But fine, tell if you, you what, insist, send them to me. Yes, yeah, send them to Tammy. Yeah. At upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. And you should follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And Twitter, which we update on the reg. It's so <laughs> funny. Uh, at Banshees and mm, Booze. Uh-huh. Um, and happy Thanksgiving to those happy who are here and our, um, our American listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, we have many international and Canadian listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, may you just... Have a day Go in of, peace. And yeah. Have a day of drinking the I'm so sorry cider. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking good. I drank it in like five minutes. I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You know what I am sorry about? I what? didn't take a photo of it. I took a photo while you were not looking. Perfect. Yeah. Thank God. Okay, great. great. I did. She's I did. on it. She's so <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. Um and uh yeah, guys, uh, we're very grateful yeah. that we have this podcast. We're grateful for each other, as we've said, but we're yeah. also grateful for you. Yeah. And thank you for listening. We love you guys. And love you. um <gasps> Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, sleep in separate rooms. No! <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy? If you see a ghost. Uh, shove the grilled cheese that may be your last <laughs> down your throat and get the hell out of there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had just signed up for the rewards, too. Oh, come on. Really did. Melt. Get it together, Melt. Come on. We could pay your rent. No, we can't. No, we can't. Uh, we will. <laughs> no, I really want a grilled cheese. I'm sorry. Well, let's go get a grilled cheese. Where? It's oh, closed. nowhere. Let's get a drink. Okay, let's get a drink. guys. Bye.